the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for listening today. Joining me on Friday, April the 28th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1788, Maryland became the seventh state to ratify the Constitution of the United States. Today in 1945, Italian dictator Benito Mussolini and his mistress, Clara Patassi, they were executed by Italian partisans. They had attempted to flee the country. They got caught. Today, in 1952, war with Japan officially ended. A treaty was signed in San Francisco. Today, in 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson, he ordered U.S. Marines to the Dominican Republic to protect American citizens and interests in the face of a civil war. That stands in contrast to another leftist that I know. Oh, our president, current president. He seems to be very much missing a day late and a dollar short where it comes to protecting American citizens in foreign countries. We can't quite get past the debacle in Afghanistan. Now we're hearing about Sudan. They made a big headline out of the fact that they had they had rescued the Americans there, but what they were talking about was 71 people that worked in the embassy. There's thousands of Americans begging their country to help them And the Biden response has been, it's too risky. Today in 1967, heavyweight boxing champion Muhammad Ali, he was stripped of his title after he refused to be inducted into the armed forces. He said, I want to enjoy the country and make a lot of money, but I don't want to fight for the freedom here. Today in 1986, the Soviet Union informed the world of the nuclear disaster at Chernobyl. Today in 2015, urging Americans to do some soul-searching, President Barack Obama expressed deep frustration over reoccurring black deaths at the hands of police. Out of that was born a defund the police movement. That gained speed, of course, and energy in the years that followed. The thought occurred to me as I read this point in history, He said, President Barack Obama said, we're not addressing the root cause. And it occurred to me that they never have addressed the root cause because they want to separate themselves from that separation of church and state. The root cause of all of the ills that we have in our culture today is sin. Our founding fathers recognized that, even Noah Webster address that, and others as well. And the Constitution reflects that. And the Declaration of Independence was a statement of that truth. If you read those documents, you can see that our founding fathers were clearly versed on and they understood that man is broken. We are sinful. And we need checks and balances in government. And they provided those. And those in recent years have been greatly eroded. Finally, things that happened today in history. I got to mention this. 
I don't know Jacob Cartwright, but five years ago today, Jacob Cartwright, a trucker who was missing in snow-covered area, in a snow-covered area of Oregon for four days. What happened was his GPS device sent him up the wrong road. He emerged from the remote and rugged region after walking 36 miles to safety. It just occurred to me when I saw that the truckers always come through, don't they? God bless the truckers and the farmers. We wouldn't have had breakfast this morning without them. Fox News is trying to sideline Tucker Carlson, so they say this morning, through the 2024 election. Multiple sources familiar with the matter are telling Breitbart News, and Breitbart put out an article just an hour or two ago. They said Carlson's current contract runs through December 2024. As of now, three sources familiar with the matter told Breitbart News that executives at the network are trying to keep Tucker Carlson on contract, not release him until after the 2024 election. This shocking decision to cancel Carlson's top-rated weeknight program, and it was the most watched in cable television, came just days after the network shut down its top-rated weekend program with host Dan Bongino. I would find this hard to believe, except Breitbart certainly is leans right for sure but they're pretty careful about what they publish i've not seen them publish things that i really pay attention to what they and and many many news sources do every day as we prepare for this program and i've not seen them misfire or report something that was blatantly wrong very much if ever they say as as of right now the plan remains the same pay out carlson's contract keep him on the sidelines through the 2024 elections One source close to Fox News senior executives told Breitbart News that that that's what's going to happen. They knew that they would be taking a beating on this, but everyone, and I mean everyone, this guy said, inside of Fox News was telling Breitbart, he said, I mean everyone is pretty rattled. They weren't expecting the blowback to be this bad. He said, I hate to say it, but it's clear that Rupert, Rupert Murdoch, the owner, has lost a step or two. The blowback has been severe this week. It's evidenced by the steep drop in Fox News ratings at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Shutting down, (laughs) they've been shutting down conservative voices now for some time. And they will continue to do that. We should just prepare ourselves because that's the environment in which we live today. About one-third of Tucker's audience, they have found statistically, has moved to Newsmax. They don't know where the other two-thirds are in their watching television. But I did look at the, at the uh, viewers. Tucker Carlson has consistently run between 3 million and 4 million just day in and day out on his TV show, on, on the Tucker Carlson Today show. So I looked at what happened after the country found out that he'd been fired or pushed out or whatever, which, as it turned out, he'd been terminated, but uh, but not from his contract, <laughs> just from doing his show. That's, boy, that's irony. But nonetheless, this week, after people learned that he was out, he wasn't there, uh, his viewership dropped from three-plus million, day in and day out, up to four million. It dropped to 2.65 million on Monday, 
2.59 million Tuesday, this, that's this week, 1.7 million Wednesday, and yesterday it was 1.3 million. Over the weekend, or no, it was the beginning of this week, I, it was Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember which day, Tucker Carlson released a two-minute, it was about a two-minute video. And in there, he didn't give a lot of information. He just said, hey, I'm, uh, you know, I'm taking my wife out to dinner. I mentioned it the day that it had been posted on the Internet. He said, I'm, they said, what are your plans? What are your plans? You know, when they saw him in, in, in uh, Florida. And he said, well, my plans are to take my wife out to dinner. And he said, we're going to order a, hors d'oeuvres and then we're going to have a, a main course. He said, I haven't taken my wife out to dinner on a weeknight. For seven years because he'd been on his program and you obviously can't be taking your wife out if you're doing a live TV show. So anyway, that's what he said on that. Well, people are so interested to know what he's going to do because he speaks the truth. I don't agree with everything I've heard Tucker Carlson say. And I mean, you know, but man, he really gets at the truth. I mean, he gives it his best shot every day and people uh, respect that and they, they want that. Because truth is very, very scarce in our world today. And it, it, as I said, even if you disagree with him, you know that he authentically believes what he's trying to say and tell people and communicate and convince people. He was, he was, it was that kind of a show. So anyway, two minutes after, uh, or 24 hours after he had uh, released this two-minute video, 60 million people had already viewed it in the first 24 hours. So that's kind of what's going on. But there is a move to shut down conservative voices. I mean, big and little, all of them. And um, OAN, you may remember One American News. That was an excellent, uh, President Trump talked about that from time to time. He liked that news organization. It was doing so well. They were carried on a number of outlets, but their main outlet was DirecTV. DirecTV last year made the decision to remove them just because they didn't want them, because they didn't agree with them. So they removed them, and it set back OAN and their investors and everything. I'm not involved in that. I don't know any of the details, but I know there's investors who wanted to invest their money big time into a another conservative voice uh, as far as news was concerned. And I thought they were doing a great job. I had started watching them because I had a feeling some time ago, several years ago, and I, I mentioned this a couple times on this program, I say this very humbly. I'm not, I mean, just take it for at face value. But I, I said, and I got some people who are very supportive of us, but they said, boy, Gary, I don't. I think you're wrong on that. But I, I said, I, I feel like Fox News is, is ready to drift to the left. And, you know, that'll be a sad day and, and so on. Well, that's exactly what's happening now. And I, I'm not trying to say I was right. I'm just saying I had that sense, and I think others did as well, but some disagreed. But that's what's happening now because Rupert Murdoch's two sons have taken this over or are in the process of taking it over. He probably has, as this unnamed executive in Fox told Breitbart, he probably has lost a couple of steps. I don't know how old he is, but he's getting up there, as they say. But what's happening is in a bigger picture, even than Fox, and Fox is a big deal. And Murdoch and the family, they they own a, a number of outlets. It isn't just Fox. It's other things in Australia and, and in Europe and so on. And here in the United States, newspapers and one thing or another. So as they are drifting 
to the left, and they are. I, I, the only thing that would bring them back toward the center or toward the right would be money, and that doesn't seem to be, you know, a shortage that they have right now. So we'll see what happens. But I just sense that they were because the Suns are not. They're far, far left. They're almost activist far left. So we'll see what happens. But the one thing that we've got to remember is that God is in control in our culture. He truly is. And in our search for truth as a culture, those of us who know Jesus Christ know the truth. And the truth sets us free. The Bible is so clear in so many different parts of the Bible, the New Testament, the Old Testament, and so on, that the Bible, the word of the Lord, is the rock upon which our lives are built. Jesus Christ, the Word who became flesh, dwelt among us. The Word of God is our is our basis. And the storms will blow and, and the winds and the rain and so on. Our house will stand because it's built on the Word of God, on the rock, the Word who became flesh. The Bible says, First Peter wrote, Chapter 1, verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. In Proverbs, chapter 30, verse 5, the Bible says, every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. God is in control. Psalm 33, 6, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all, all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. God created all, God's in control of all, and we are in God's keeping because we are believers in Jesus Christ. If you're not, this doesn't apply to you, to be quite honest with you. But to those of you who are following Jesus Christ and have accepted him into your heart and life, the transformation of our lives is felt and seen and experienced, but it is also eternal in the sense that we are standing on the promises of God and we are building our house upon the rock and the winds and the tendencies in our culture will not destroy that which God is building and God has said. So that's where we are today. There is a power, there is a movement against God himself and against God's truth. I was reminded of a verse in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. There's a new talking board <laughs> similar to the Ouija board. It's on sale now. Amazon is selling it and other outlets as well. I'm sure Barnes & Noble probably have it. But Amazon is, is promoting it. It's creating a lot of concern among some pastors. It should be creating concern among all pastors and Christian leaders. But unlike the Ouija board, this new board promises to try to connect Christians to the Holy Spirit and to Jesus. They call it a game. In their advertising, they, they say it uh, would be nice for a group to get together, Amazon says. They said these... Uh, Quoting Amazon, it says, Beautiful golden magic cross plushette with metal mirrored finish. 
says, perfect for churches, prayer groups, or just getting together with friends. Unlike other spirit boards, I'm quoting Amazon's promotion of this. Unlike other spirit boards, this is one this one will never contact evil ghosts or demons, so you can ask your questions with an assured sense of safety. No, this is not happening in a dark continent on the other side of the world. It's in America. It's in your neighborhood. It's in your community. And they're urging your friends at church and you get together and play with this game. The talking board is demonic as far as I'm concerned. Is it a joke? They may mean it as a joke, but I think it opens people up to something that is not a joke. It comes in a case. The case, I'm looking at a picture of the case. It's a, I wrote an article on this today. It says, Holy Spirit Board, B-O-A-R-D, not board as in board, but B-O-A-R-D, communicate directly with Jesus Christ, right on the cover. And then it put you go through all these exercises here, and you're getting answers from Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, through this board. This board becomes a tool. Parents and grandparents, I'm talking about this for your sake, so you'll have a heads up on this. Don't let this show up in your home. Please don't. This is not a joke. It's not just funny. Oh, Gary's making too much out of it. I've seen too much in my life. I've seen I've seen Satan destroy too many kids' lives, too many adults' lives in the ministry that we've had. When this new board was brought to her attention, she was heartbroken, of course. She, oh, she's an ex-psychic, New Age teacher who has now accepted Jesus Christ and has been delivered from her lifestyle of demonic engagement. Christian Jen Nizza, she says, I felt I immediately needed to sound the alarm on the actual danger of this product because although it's marketed as a joke and a game, just like Ouija board is, it's not at all a game or a joke. The board is marketed as the Holy Spirit board by a company called Holy Spirit Games. And it's available through Amazon, as I said, and I've linked that. You can look at the ad. It's really out there. Are they laughing about it up their sleeve? I don't know what their motives are, but I do know it has the, the potential to be very damaging to the people that start playing around with those kinds of things. This lady here, this Jen, has been places I haven't been. I haven't been into New Age. I've preached about it. I have been picketed the CBS TV affiliate that originated our TV show for 12 years every day. Um, They were sued by a Seattle company because I talked about the New Age one day and they were selling New Age materials. So I've been around it, but I was never involved in it. God delivered me from all that as a baby. I grew up in a strong Christian home and gave my heart to Christ as a young person. No, I was not perfect, but I didn't get into that stuff either. But this Ouija board or a spirit board is a tool of divination, Nizza says. She said it's a way to access information supernaturally outside God's will, outside of God's boundary. She said God is super clear in his word to avoid such tools and practices. Indeed he is. A number of Christian um, news organizations, thankfully, have picked up on this and they're talking about it. I'm not the only one. Christian Post and others are, are talking about it, running articles about it. She says this board, these boards work when you bring demons into the mix. She said these boards work by automatic writing from the demonic realm 
adding that the boards are a practice of invoking demons. She said, that's real. She said, I've been there. I've done this. She was deep into the New Age movement. She said, and because it's demonic, the demons do show up. She said, entities will be there and start moving things around and providing some information in some cases. Nissa said she became a Christian when she realized there was so much demonic oppression in her life. As a pastor and a youth pastor, as I said, I know about these. I've seen this. I've seen it in Africa, but I've seen it here in the United States as well. Sometimes American adults just blow these things off as a joke or no. I'm talking about Christians. They say, oh, come on. Gary, Gary's all worked up about this. No, I, I am worked up about it, but I don't talk about things I don't feel strongly about. But boy, I'll tell you. Third world countries, developing countries, they know full well the power of these kinds of activities, but we're seeing it here in the United States now. We're seeing it as it develops. You say, well, you know, I I don't know. Billy Hallowell, he's the editor of Faithwire, he wrote this week, quote, a new talking board has sparked a litany of headlines and warnings from faith leaders. Such uh, occultic tools, the most prominent is, which is Ouija board, are used by some to try and summon the dead. Hallowell said the new talking board, though, is even more disturbing as it promises something different. It pledges to connect Christians to the Holy Spirit and Jesus. He says, while it's unclear whether the board is an elaborate effort to troll Christians or a ploy to jump on the Ouija bandwagon to bring in cash, and it may be that, Nizza, he said, believes that there are reasons to be alert and concerned sounding the alarm more generally on any attempt to communicate with spirits through boards or any other devices. I agree with him. Who knows the motives of the people who created and are selling this board? I don't know. The motive of Amazon is to make money. But one certainty is that there is only one way to God, and that's through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And when we take games and start fiddling around with them like this, we are opening ourselves up to things that we ought not to be opening ourselves up to. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. It's against principalities and powers and against rulers of the darkness of this age. You say, well, man, this is a Christian country. and Well, there's an event billed this weekend. It starts tonight, by the way. There's an event billed the largest satanic gathering in history. It's taking place in Sudan. No, not Sudan. In Boston. Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Biggest one in history. Satan Con 2023 is the name of it. It's a big convention hosted by the Satanic Temple. I've talked about those people several times on this program in recent months. They're getting very active. It will feature a Satanic marketplace along with entertainment, rituals, and discussion panels. It's uh, The convention is held at the Marriott in Copley Place. According to organizers, the Hellraisers, dedicated the sold-out convention to Boston Mayor Michelle Wu as a snub because she denied the group from delivering a satanic invocation at City Hall and has used unconstitutional efforts, they say, to keep them out of the public spaces. The event's theme is Hexenacht in Boston, meaning Witches' Night in Boston, and it marks the pagan springtime holiday of May Eve, with a weekend of blasphemy and remembrance. I'm reading off their promotional stuff. 
Salem, Massachusetts-based devil worshipers will also dis- have discussions. They break into groups. Some of the groups are, uh, that they're teaching, they're focusing on. They're reclaiming the trans body. There is a direct connection between transgenderism and Satanism. I mean, they're telling you it is. And they're having a seminar on reclaiming the trans body. They're having another seminar on deconstructing your religious upbringing. And another uh, a class, or a, it, it's a discussion or something, Satanism and the Biopoc experience. And the bio, that's an acronym for Black Indigenous People of Color. The group says it worships Satan not as an evil beast from hell, but rather a symbol of the importance of questioning authority and separating church and state. That begins tonight. In Boston, we live in unprecedented times for our country. We don't need an intercessor to talk to Jesus, and we need to be talking to him directly. Nizza, who spent decades embroiled in the occult before finding Jesus, she says is certain about the potential use of the board by demonic power. She said people need to know the truth. Said the board, the ex-medium said the boards are a formal form of, of automatic writing. She said um, a practice she often used in her own past work as a psyche. She said it's a method in which she said the demonic realm provides messages to and through people. She said it's real. I was one of them. When it comes to a Ouija board or other talking boards, the users place their hands over something called a plachette or placenti. I don't know. It's a device that moves across the board. This device then purportedly pushes around the board and spells out messages, while many play with those boards for the thrill. Isa said it's actually a practice of invoking demons, and she said they do show up. But here's a former psychic sharing her own horror in coming to Christ out of this kind of an environment. She said the practices she embraced for so long were actually flirtations with real-life evil. She said, I was shocked and horrified that I fell for that deception for so long. But she said, when Jesus Christ set me free, I found out the evil nature of what was happening, that I was communicating with demons on a regular basis. They were evil and destroying my life. This is her testimony. She said, there was so much demonic oppression in my life. And in the end, she said, I found true freedom in Jesus Christ. I wrote an article about this today at faithandfreedom.us. That's our website. It's my website. You can read it, and I I, um, put several uh, sources there for this story, and there's much more that you can read about all of it, including her own testimony. But this is being glamorized in Hollywood. It's being glamorized in social media. It's a time, I think, in our world where there's so much anxiety. There's so many things going on in the world, and This is so accessible in this satanic movement, the satanic temple movement based in Salem, Massachusetts, penetrating every part of our culture. And they're setting up um, clubs in schools. They're setting up uh, abortion clinics because abortion is attached to Satanism. They're promoting transgenderism because it's attached to Satanism. We need to keep our eyes and our heart toward the Lord. Those whom the sun sets free are free indeed. 
We don't walk in this present darkness. We walk in the light and the power of Almighty God, who was and is and forevermore shall be. But we must be informed. Thank you for your support. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.